Our guest today is Patty Metropolis, president and CEO at Kathy's House in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us, Patty. I'd like to start by asking you to just share with our listeners a little about what Kathy's House is. Sure. And thank you so much for inviting me on your inaugural podcast. This is very exciting. So Kathy's House is a hospital guest house, um, which means we have patients and their caregivers, families from out of the Milwaukee area that travel to Milwaukee to access medical care and they need lodging. So we are essentially, you know, their home away from home when they are in the Milwaukee area. We have a 38-room facility that is on the grounds of the Milwaukee Regional Medical Center campus just across the street from Freydert and the Medical College of Wisconsin. And in a given year, we, we will serve uh, about 1,500 families a year and provide almost 10,000 nights of lodging. And Patty, how did Kathy's house come to be? So we are named after uh, a young woman, Kathy Vogel Kittner, who was from the Milwaukee area. And she was married and had three little girls. And at the age of 38, unfortunately, she was diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer called Burkitt's lymphoma. She did get uh, a transplant from, from one of her sister's. And, you know, I think she was relatively healthy there for about a year, but unfortunately her cancer did come back and quite aggressively. And during her, her time of, of treatment, she stayed, you know, at Freighter Hospital as an inpatient and got to know many of the other cancer patients on her floor. And Kathy was someone who was just very gregarious and compassionate and um, a lot of friends and family. So her room was always filled with, with visitors. And she learned that other uh, cancer patients didn't have any visitors. Some of them are, are, had very few. And she would actually send her friends and family to visit the other cancer patients on the floor because she was just heartbroken that, that some of these people were very, very sick. Um, she got to know one young man quite well who was, who was near the end of his life. And she um, inquired with one of the nurses, you know, why he didn't have more family visiting. And, and the nurse shared with Kathy that at that point in time in Milwaukee, there was not a place for family members to stay of adults that had cancer. There was the Ronald McDonald House, um, but there was, was nothing in terms of, of affordable housing or lodging um, for adult cancer patients and their families. So she was um, really just heartbroken by this reality. And her compassion was something that was so inspiring to her parents and her family that after she died, um, they decided in her honor to open up a place where out of town um, family members, as well as cancer patients themselves could stay. And it was actually a year to the day after she died, Kathy's house opened uh, in Milwaukee in 2001. And uh, since 2001, so it's been over 20 years, what yeah. changes have uh, come to Kathy's house in terms of the need um, and uh, what is offered? And, and how is it determined what Kathy's house provides? Sure. So 
we have evolved just like our local hospital systems have evolved. So as Freighter and the medical college has expanded, as well as you know Rogers and the other hospital systems, because we serve all of, of Milwaukee area hospitals, you know, we had to grow along with them and we had to look at the amenities we were providing to make sure we were supporting patient and caregiver wellness as, as best as we could. So probably the, the biggest change that, that we saw in, in our past 22 years was beginning in about 2017, about five years ago in our prior facility, which was only 18 rooms uh, that we rented, we were turning away, unfortunately, hundreds of families a year. And we really needed um, to look at building a larger facility and not just something that that was bigger, but that was more intentionally built to support patient and caregiver wellness. So we worked with our, our main referring partner, uh, Freighter at the Medical College, for several years. And uh, luckily, we were able to build this uh, wonderful facility about a year ago here, uh, just across the street from Freighter. And it's designed to be the national model in hospital guest housing, which means that we have, you know, furniture and fixtures and flooring and air filtration systems that are specifically designed um, to best um, mitigate the risk of infection for those immunocompromised patients. So about half the people that stay at Kathy's house, so on any given night, we have between 40 and 60 people here at the house, about half of those folks are, are patients and most of them are cancer patients. And they tend to be uh, more advanced cancer. You know, maybe they're going through clinical trials or they're going through a bone marrow transplant and their, their systems are, are really compromised um, and they have very little immunity. So we really try to keep as clean of a house as possible. And then as, as COVID hit, we, we also evolved with COVID and kind of doubled down on our risk mitigation efforts and, you know, went with a higher air filtration system and, and got a couple mobile units that we take into the rooms when we turn them over just to make sure that we're being, you know, extra, extra cautious. Um, by the way, we, we never closed during COVID because, you know, cancer doesn't stop for COVID and, and, and neither did we. Um, we also have added things to, to our, our program services, such as pet therapy and our meal program, which, anywhere from, you know, two to five nights a week, we have a, a family or a corporation or, you know, many departments at Freighter will come and make a lovely nutritious meal for our guests. We had a violinist come from Milwaukee Youth Symphony Orchestra last week and, and played in our back courtyard for our guests. So we really believe in the, the mind-body connection and the healing power of, of music and art and nature and, and if you, um, for those folks that had an opportunity to, to visit our facility, we have these huge windows that allow so much natural light into the building. We have a walking path around the building. So we really encourage, um, you know, the, the outdoor element uh, into our building and we support people as they, you know, get outside and, and get some of that healing power of nature. In upcoming episodes, we'll, we'll, delve more into those some of those areas that you have talked about and that mind body connection emotional support um and you know i really look forward to that it it, it is a beautiful uh facility um 
I wanted to ask you a little bit um, how you got involved with Kathy's House and how long have you been president and CEO? Yes. So, gosh, it's kind of hard to believe. Um, this October will be my 10-year anniversary. So we've it's been a really, really exciting past 10 years. I um, used to live in the Milwaukee area. I, I actually graduated high school from the area and then left after that to go out of state for, for college and then graduate school. I actually went to University of Washington, Seattle, and I ended up staying in the Pacific Northwest for about 23 years. So I was away from the Milwaukee area for, for several years. And during that time, I worked um, in public education as well as a larger nonprofit in Portland, Oregon, working in um, finance and advocacy, government relations, uh, fundraising, and really kind of helping to take um, organizations to the next level. That that was kind of my background um, and, and around issues I believed in, you know, education and after school programs and, and family wellness. Um, at the same time, uh, my dad had had cancer um, and, and unfortunately passed away. And then one of my brothers was diagnosed with cancer. So I I got to know a lot about cancer and and what families go through in, in navigating healthcare and and was also served as a, as a caregiver for some um, other uh, friends and family, extended family members. And so I just feel, even though I don't have a healthcare background, I have this, you know, experience um, with cancer and serious illness. And when I moved back, I had an opportunity to think about, oh, you know, what do I want to do next? You know, my, my background was primarily in education um, and after school programs, but I kind of just stumbled across the opening for the new, uh, you know, leader of Kathy's house. And I have to admit, I'd never even heard of a hospital guest house. <laughs> it, it, I, I, it never even entered my mind that literally people, you know, in the state of Wisconsin alone, thousands of people have to travel every year to access their health care. In, in the case of my dad and my brother, they both live within 10 minutes of their, of their surgery and their radiation. And, you know, we were very blessed in that respect. And I was just really intrigued by that concept and was really, um, I found the history of Kathy's house uh, to be very, very heartwarming and talked to a couple people that actually had worked at, at Freighter and just said, wow, this Kathy's house is this hidden gem and it's just an amazing place. And so I was lucky enough to, to be selected um, to take the, you know, the place, um, of the founder and former executive director, Dick Vogel, who's Kathy's father. And uh, so I've, I've had an opportunity to really get to know the family. The, we have two family members that are still very involved on our board um, and emeritus board. And I've just been very, very honored to be affiliated um, with this organization. You mentioned, Patty, um, a couple of things that I wanted to ask you a little bit more about. Are there other um, hospital guest house around the country. How, how common is this? Because you, you mentioned, you know, so many of us know about Ronald McDonald houses. We've all heard that. Um, but adult hospital guest houses, how common are they and uh, becoming more common? Um, is there an association? Do you collaborate with other ones to sort of you know, bring it to a, a higher level. How does that work? So there, 
there's kind of a couple different hospital guest houses. They're, they're the Ronald McDonald, which is part of a, actually a, um, an international, you know, uh, association. They, they have uh, houses, you know, in U.S. and Canada. And then we have folks or houses like Kathy's house that were started, you know, by a local family or maybe the individual hospital started it. So they're more independent. Uh, in total, there's probably 300 of them across the U.S. And it's definitely something that's that's growing um, in need. And, I, and I've talked to many different houses across the country, you know, since we opened a year ago that have been calling me saying, mm-hmm. okay, how did you expand? How did you, you know, start your house? And, and what does that partnership look like with the hospitals? So I think, you know, and one person um, had described it to me like 50 years ago, no one knew what hospice was, you know, and now it's something that's, that's kind of part of the healthcare continuum. And I think with the, the change towards more procedures being done on an outpatient basis and the regionalization of healthcare and the specialization of healthcare, you know, more families are having to travel to access their care. And, you know, with, with some of the rural areas, particularly being at a disadvantage, you know, like only 3% of the, the, the total number of oncologists in the U.S. practice in rural areas, you know, for especially for those cancer patients, they often have to travel. So I do think it's something that will be um, more, more widely available uh, in time. I think right now we're playing catch up a little bit <laughs> as, as some of our hospital systems grow. And they're like, oh yeah, people, you know, for these clinical trials, they're they're coming from all over the U.S. to access some of these clinical trials, and um, you know, people who are impacted by cancer, they already may have experienced some financial hardship, and it's just simply not affordable to them for them to stay in a hotel for the duration of their treatment. And you mentioned affordability. How much does it cost? Um, because, you know, you think about the, the, the cost of healthcare that someone is incurring. And then on top of that, how, how is that managed? Yeah. So we, um, we have a suggested rate of our rooms. We kind of have a, a short-term stay room that we ask for a $50 a night donation. And then we have kind of a two room suite for our longer term um, patients and their caregivers. So these are the bone marrow transplant, maybe organ transplant folks that are with us for several weeks, if not months. And so we asked for a $60 a night donation. Our, our average donation is actually $30 a night because we work with all families. No one is denied the, um, uh, the, the option to stay with us for financial reasons. We make sure we, we accommodate everyone that has a need. So my job and and the job of of many of my team members is to make up the difference between what it costs us, which is $90 a night per room to run the house versus our our average donation of $30 a night, because we want to make sure that we're always able to accommodate everyone. And so we have fundraisers throughout the year and um, we don't get any public assistance or government funding um, but we really rely on primarily individual donations. It's, it's people 
um, that just take our mission to heart, particularly, you know, maybe they've had cancer or their family members have, have had cancer, or they really believe in health equity and access um, to, to cancer patients, to, to cancer treatments and, and organ transplants. And so we, we get most, like I said, most of our donations from individuals. And then we have uh, events, galas, golf outings to supplement that, as well as the donations we get from our guests. And um, I think I think about like to end on something that um, I've heard you do before um, to really uh, sort of center what why we care about Kathy's house, why it's so important, is to share a mission moment with us. Certainly. So we had a wonderful mission moment. Actually, it was just um, a couple days ago where this this one couple. Um, has been staying with us. They are from a small town in Northeast Wisconsin. They're, they're, you know, about in their, their mid forties. They've actually been coming to Kathy's house for five years since, since 2017. And because of um, this husband and wife that the husband, he had heart failure as well as kidney failure. And so he was being treated for those two things. And he actually had a double organ transplant this past summer here at, at Freighter Medical College um, that uh, um, has been quite, quite successful thus far. And he, you know, obviously had several uh, weeks of, of inpatient rehabilitation. He was recently discharged here to Kathy's house. And he has this walker that's, that's actually quite tall. And he, he, can actually put his forearms in it and, and stand completely upright and, and walk independently. And we saw him walking down the hall of Kathy's house the other night. And we, we started, ugh, I'm getting a little, the clumps, <laughs> we just started cheering. I mean, we were like, Oh my gosh, there, there he is. And, and he saw us, you know, in our office just going crazy. And he just started laughing and, and it just, it was just such a joyful moment because we hadn't seen him in, weeks since he went inpatient and then went to rehab. So uh, they are actually scheduled to be with us uh, for several more months because he is going to do his entire rehab and, and physical therapy here in town because it's just something that's not available to them back in their hometown up north. Yeah. So um, it's just when you get to know people that well and you know their story so intimately, um, their joys are our joys. <laughs> so it just uh, was, was just a lovely, lovely moment here at Kathy's house. That's beautiful. Um, we will really delve into much more in upcoming episodes, but before we go, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? I guess I would just like to encourage, you know, we, we've all unfortunately probably been, been touched by by cancer or another serious illness. And if you are in a position in your life, maybe to, to work as a volunteer or to donate some, you know, in kind, you know, toilet paper or, or cleaning products or, or household goods, I just would like to invite you to go to our website and, and check us out and see if something, you know, if Kathy's house is something you'd like to be involved with. And we're, we're always looking for people to, to come in and, and make meals for our guests or, you know, to help at our front desk. And it's just, 
It's a very uh, special place and we're primarily supported by volunteers. I have nine CAID staff, uh, most of whom are part-time and then I have over 300 volunteers. So our volunteers are a core part of the, the, the fact that we're able to be open 365 days a year and 24 hours a day. Well, thank you so much, Patty, for your time today. Um, looking forward to learning more in upcoming episodes. Um, and um, thanks again. Thank you, Jerry, for this honor. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed Conversations with Kathy's House and would like to learn more, visit our website, kathyshouse.org. That's K-A-T-H-Y-S hyphen house.org. And you can subscribe to Conversations with Kathy's House wherever you listen to podcasts.